Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're an independent registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. We embrace uncertainty. We think that to be successful in retirement, especially in these markets, investors must incorporate uncertainty planning when it comes to asset allocation and portfolio construction, which I think will have a great, great opportunity to increase your returns while reducing risk, but more importantly, certainly help you overcome the shortcomings of traditional portfolio methods. So with that being said, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Hopefully you find our educational bias to be a positive one. Everything we do is to help you understand the financial markets. And if we can help you answer any questions that you may have, we're certainly there to do it. If you're a listener that has listened a time or two, welcome back. As you know, we do podcast every episode at KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com. Go to the radio tab and you can listen to all of our shows. I'd love to see the podcast downloads going up and to the right. I think that means we're doing something right. So thank you. And if you want to have a conversation with myself this week about anything investment related, again, we believe in a data-driven process. We think that's the best approach to portfolio construction. Our job, my job, is to identify what your biggest risks are and make sure that we're actively managing and, if possible, hedging against those risks. That's what makes a good advisor. So give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Let's have a conversation this week. So, uh, well, I start every episode by saying a lot's going on in the market, <laughs> and that is no different this time. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of investors are concerned. We're having a lot of great conversations. I'm amazed how many people still just have a buy and hold strategy, a buy and hold philosophy, no matter what the markets do. And I'm here to tell you that's best for the advisor. It's not best long term for you. And an advisor, I understand why they do it, because I am an advisor. I own an advisory firm. We have financial advisors, and it's because it's easier to run the business. And it's very challenging to make changes on a minute's notice or a week's notice or a month's notice for 200, 500, 1,000 clients. And so that is why you constantly get this buy and hold approach because there isn't good enough software to be able to, because everybody's different, right? And not one strategy is appropriate for everybody. And there's no great software that I've come across 
that allows you to actively manage different risk levels. And that's why you get this buy and hold philosophy. And when you have a buy and hold philosophy, you're simply at the mercy of the market. You can't, I mean, that's it. You're not controlling anything. You're at the mercy of the markets. And let's look at where we're at today. The complete opposite from where we were from 09 to 2021. The complete opposite. When you have professional advisors getting frustrated on TV, on the range bound market that we're in, it's challenging. And here's what's even more challenging. It's probably not changing. The Fed is going higher. The Fed is staying longer, higher, longer. I mean, just look at inflation. It's not going anywhere. And when you get the 10 year up to four or five, six percent potentially, which is a risk-free investment, what does that do to equities, right? Why would you take a lot of equity risk in an uncertain market if you can get a short, well, 10 years isn't a short-term treasury, but I mean, heck, the two-year today is is paying, you know, five, five and a quarter. So we're in a period of time that the traditional approach to asset management, I believe it always puts you at a disadvantage, but it 100%, in my opinion, puts you at a significant disadvantage over the next year, two or three. You have to have growth, right? We have to have growth, but it has to be forward-looking growth. You have to look at growth where you buy names that are on sale, and then when they don't become on sale, you sell. Then you buy names that are on sale. You rinse, you repeat, you rinse, and you repeat. You have to have protection. Protection strategies are huge whether it's protected income or whether it's protected growth. Protected growth, we're still at 15%. And what that means is there are strategies that exist that can provide you the first 15% currently, at least for the next year, of the S&P 500. So you get from zero to 15, you get it. Anything above 15, you don't get. On the downside, your worst year is zero. Think about that. Your gains are locked in each year and you never have to play that catch-up game. Your principal's protected. I mean, it's, it's just a very strong strategy to recoup the losses that people lost in bonds. So we have to look at the world differently and the opportunistic growth. You know, we have a fund. The fund can go long. The fund can go short. The fund can hedge. The fund can be momentum-based. The fund can take short-term trades. It can take long-term trades. It's 100% unconstrained. It's a phenomenal strategy that provides maximum flexibility in a market that changes by the minute. So you either get on board or you're at the mercy of just going up a little, going down a little, going up a little, going down a little. And we're seeing people get very frustrated on TV live. So a lot going on. And, you know, the markets, obviously, inflation came in hot. And the markets acted accordingly. But our job on the radio show is to put you in the best position to succeed. Any advisor's job should be to identify your greatest risks and make sure that you're actively managing those risks or hedging those risks away to the greatest of your ability. So, you know, a lot of research out there. And when we look at those that are within five to 10 years from retirement, and those that are within retirement. I want, to, I want to spend some time going over the wild cards of retirement. I think we need to address the retirement worries 
uh, of clients and of what investors are feeling. I think, you know, many people may believe they're on the right track for a successful retirement, yet they don't know what their margin of safety is inside of their portfolio. You can't tell me that you're on the right track if you can then not tell me that I know what my margin of safety is inside of my portfolio. I mean, these are things that you don't need to think of from 2009 to 2021 when the market's up 13 to 16% a year. Inflation is non-existent. Stimulus is plenty. Interest rates are zero. I mean, it's the exact opposite today. I mean, you know that. So we need to know what the margin of safety is. And regardless of your wealth, again, as you know, as a firm, we have clients that have net worths of 40, 50, 60 million. And we have clients who have 100,000 to $200,000 of investable assets and that's it. Our job is to help everybody. And we're very passionate about that. So yes, regardless of your wealth, you may be worried about market volatility, rising inflation, generally and higher healthcare costs, especially healthcare costs. I mean, those are just some of the wild cards of retirement that we're facing. And when you look at the biggest risks based upon the studies that individuals are feeling, it's certainly market risk. Look at the market volatility. Retirees ranked market volatility as their top risk. And that was according to a survey uh, cited in Barron's. And this risk generally refers to the potential for southern, uh, sudden and large drops in the stock market, which can significantly decrease the value of your portfolio and threaten your financial security. I mean, that's what volatility is. It's here. It's present. It's real. And my question is, do, you know, how are you hedging against that volatility? How are you taking advantage of that volatility? Anybody can make you money from 09 to 21. No advisor is a superstar because the market did everything. But yet we're still seeing clients sit with advisors that meet with them twice a year, that have a buy and hold philosophy, that tell clients that they can't play defense, that it's time in the market, not timing the market. And you just have to sit and take it. Take it good or take it when it's bad. And I'd ask, well, who is that benefiting, you or me? It's great for you. You manage 100 million, 200 million, 300 million dollars. Everybody can do the math. Making 1% on that money. Life is good, right? For the advisor, it's good. And then they convince you why nobody else can play defense. That's garbage because the good advisors can play defense. Doesn't mean we're getting in at the bottom, out at the top. I mean, that's crazy. But it means you can play defense. It means you can actually hedge against market risks. It means you could have protection strategies in place. So I understand volatility. I think there's a lot of money to be made in volatility. I think bear markets can make you rich. You just don't know it during that time. But unfortunately, if you're doing the same old thing that benefits the advisor more than it benefits you, it's time to wake up. And it's time to learn that there's other ways to manage money. So my question to you, it's a real simple litmus test. If you have $100,000 and you're invested in mutual funds or ETFs, why? Why, why, why? 
Mutual funds are not customizable. They're not transparent. They're not cost effective. And they're certainly not tax efficient. So there's a better way. And we want to share that way with you. You look at our equity strategies. I mean, of the five that we use, two are in the top 1%. The other three are in the top 5% of all asset managers. And that goes back a long way. Individual stocks, you have your own cost basis. We know exactly what you own. There's maximum transparency, maximum customization. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, call Paige. Paige will set a time for us to talk this week, um, 630-492-1912. So market volatility uh, certainly is one. Uh, sequence of return risk, it's something we don't talk about a lot on the radio. I think it's hard to articulate it on the radio and for investors to get a picture of it, but it's actually very, very simple. Sequence of return risk, this is the risk that can impact retirees who need to withdraw money from their portfolios to fund their retirement, especially early in retirement. If a retiree experiences a significant market drawdown early in retirement while also needing to withdraw money from their portfolio, they truly run the risk of depleting their savings faster than if they had experienced the downturn later in retirement. That's what sequence of return risk is. Where are we at in the market today? I think the probability of flat to down or low growth is far greater than us going into another 2009 to 2021, where we see 13 to 16% rates of return. So sequence of return risk is real and you can sure against it. There are so many strategies that give guaranteed income and not only guaranteed income, but guaranteed income that has the opportunity to increase to keep up with inflation. And the more money you have, the more I see investors utilize those strategies because they recognize the value of guaranteed income that can increase. And hopefully you deplete that asset because you're still getting that income till the day you die, no matter what, even if the account goes to zero. And then what that allows you to do is I think it truly frees up the rest of your money for pure growth or opportunistic growth or alternatives. So we'll talk about alternatives a minute uh, when we get back. And then we'll go back into the retirement wildcard once we get back. But you're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. Thank you for listening. Please give Paige a call this week. We can have a conversation no matter what it is. If it's investment related, we can try to help you to the best of our ability. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. Thank you for listening. Kuhn Capital Partners, we are an independent uh, independent registered investment advisory firm. We are fiduciary. We embrace uncertainty planning. 
We want to incorporate uncertainty planning in our asset allocation and portfolio construction. We believe that will help overcome the shortcomings of traditional portfolio methods. Hopefully you recognized in years like last year what those shortcomings are. I think our job is to identify what your biggest risks are and actively manage and hedge against those risks. Our goal is to pursue a better outcome for our clients. When the markets are down, we want to lose less. We believe you can be both a bull and a bear at the same time. And I think that is our greatest strength. Our job is to protect and then grow. I think beyond investing, a good financial advisory firm takes a holistic approach to investors' financial situation. I think we always lead with goals-based financial planning, and that's our job. So if you allow us to help you, we certainly will do that. If you'd like to reach out to Paige this week, you can give her a call at today. She'll she'll answer and schedule a time for us to talk, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or visit the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. So the wild cards of retirement. We talked about the first wild card, which was certainly a concern Uh, And market volatility obviously is a big concern. Uh, It's not going anywhere. I think it's going to become more present. I think when you hear people on TV talk about the algorithms and what that means and what's going on, I think uh, algorithms are controlling the market. And I think they're taking advantages of of short-term dislocation and pricing. And I think those who are losing are those that don't have strategies that can take advantage of that. Those that only have buy and hold strategies, I think you're going to be at a significantly significant disadvantage going forward. So uh, concentration risk, uh, that's another risk that we see. So when we look at, you know, concentration risk, I think retirees who have a significant portion of their portfolio invested in uh, a very, you know, single asset class or, asset class or two. I think you're vulnerable to concentration risk. I think this risk is probably one of the greatest risks. It refers to the potential for a decline in value of a particular sector. And you could see significant decrease in value of your uh, overall portfolio. Um, When we look at concentration risk, a lot of people will immediately think I own one or two stocks and that's it. Uh, I'm here to tell you that I think probably 95% of investors listening today um, actually have significant concentration risk because you own two asset classes. Generally, you own stocks or and you own bonds. So you own equities and you own bonds. But you might say, well, you're wrong because I own small cap, mid cap, large cap, international, emerging markets. Well, okay, fine. It's still an equity. So it's still going to move in tandem with the broader markets. So you really own one asset class. Well, then if you have bonds, then you own two asset classes and that's it. That to me is concentration risk. That's why in years like last year, when the equities were down 20% and your fixed income was down 15 to 30%, you lost so much money. And that's a big concern. And it should be a big concern to you because proper asset allocation, proper diversification is owning strategies that can act in or you know 
deliver, whether good or bad, independent of the stock market. If you have more than $2 million of investable assets, 2.2 to be precise, we have some phenomenal alternative strategies for you. Strategies that act independent of the stock and bond market. 30, 40, 50% of endowments, pension funds, the high net worth allocate their strategies to private equity like strategies. Yet the two to $10 million client has very little. So if you have over two to, you know, $2.2 million, because that's what the SEC requires, then you have access to new strategies that are not just stocks and bonds. And you should give us a call because we'd like to introduce you to some of them because not only are they a great diversifier, they're a potentially significant revenue generator if the markets stay flat or down. So if you have $2.2 million and you want to learn about alternative type strategies, give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and uh, we'll certainly share a couple of the strategies that we see that are adding significant value to, uh, to clients' portfolios. Inflation risk. I think that's front and center in everybody's mind. When you look at inflation risk, I think retirees who rely on fixed income investments such as bonds or CDs, they may be particularly vulnerable to inflation risk. As you know, inflation certainly erodes the purchasing power of money over time. I think that's pretty basic stuff, but it can reduce the value of retirees' portfolios and decrease their ability to maintain their standard of living. And that is a real problem today. Inflation, inflation. What is your goal to combat inflation? How have you adjusted your retirement income strategy, whether you're taking money today or you're taking money in the future? What have you done differently? Have you done anything differently? Or are you comfortable with, you know, seeing your purchasing power erode by half? Because that certainly is a possibility over the next three to five to seven years. And I think when you look what inflation has done, it's added a layer of complexity and concern that hasn't been there. Many investors who are in or near retirement just haven't seen a whole lot of inflation. I mean, it was deflation for the longest time. And I think when you look at clients, they're, um, you know, they're, they're really, really concerned by it. And, you know, I think when you look at retirement income planning, I think it has to be a priority for you to know exactly how you're going to get your cash flow in retirement. Is it going to be, how are we going to do it? What's the best way to get the most guaranteed income that can provide me with potential raises every year? Is it leveraging an insurance company? What I have found is the more money you have, the more value you see in setting aside some money that you cannot live. That's going to be there no matter what. And that has freed up other assets to really go after, you know, just kind of pure growth. So what have you done? What's your income maximization plan due to what has happened in inflation? Inflation keeps going up. I mean, now we're looking at who knows, right? I mean, when we talk about landings, it's like no landing, landing, maybe medium hard landing or a soft landing. I, I don't even know what that means anymore. All I know is that the Fed is telling us what they're going to do and they keep doing it. And then everybody on TV comes and says why the Fed is going to balk and they're going to make changes. Well, they haven't done it yet. So what have you done 
when we trade in such a thinly traded market range, what have you done to adjust to that? What has your advisor done to adjust to that? Are they doing anything to adjust to that? And unfortunately, most aren't. They're collecting their fee and that's it. And I think that's just not good enough today because if we're talking about the wild cards of retirement, which is market volatility, sequence of return risk, concentration risk, inflation risk, there are people that are worrying about those wild cards. We've seen surveys that have said 51% said they're extremely or very confident about enjoying a comfortable retirement, but anxiety lurks not far from this, not far below the surface. And the two chief causes of unease are inflation and rising healthcare costs. Think about that. Two of the top wild cards factors in retirement are inflation and healthcare costs. 70% of those surveyed in, in a recent study said that inflation and rising healthcare costs or in rising cost of living represent their biggest financial risk in retirement. I think the biggest financial risk, like we talked about last week, is longevity. I mean, what are you going to do if you are living 20 to 30 years in retirement and we see, you know, more significant downturns? So, you know, everybody should be concerned about retirement income and spending because it, there's a mismatch right now. And when you look at, um, you know, studies that indicate a mixed picture regarding income and spending, many are taking active steps to ensure adequate retirement income, but some people have a very distorted view about spending. And, you know, that's a big concern of mine is if we see the market that goes down, well, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, if the markets go down three or four or five years in a row, or you see a big 2008 again, which I don't think is likely, or what if we don't see any meaningful growth for three to five to seven to 10 years, if you're in a buy and hold strategy? What does that do to the longevity of your assets? If you're in retirement, what does that do? What does inflation do? If you're 10 to 15 years from retirement, you still need that money to grow. So if you have a hundred thousand or a million or five million or ten million, you know, you may need to see that money grow by thirty to fifty percent total over the next three to five to seven years. But what if we're in a period of, you know, slow growth and you know limited upside on the market? As you know, if you'd bought Microsoft in two thousand, it took you sixteen years to get back to even. So those are the things that we're having conversations with our clients with potential investors that are not certain that they have the right strategy in place. And if that is you, just give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to talk this week, but we would certainly love to you know, answer any questions that you may have. <clears throat> I know it seems like we're talking a lot about inflation today, but those are real issues that everybody is facing currently. And it's, it's not something that's even up for discussion. You know, you, you, you just see inflation, you can't minimize inflation. Inflation can have such a negative impact on an investment portfolio that I just think it's my job to really share with you kind of the things that we have to guard against. And, and, and yes, with inflation, the number one issue that most people recognize is reduced purchasing power. Yes, inflation takes the rise in the price of goods and services, which in turn reduces your purchasing power of dollars, right? 
your dollar doesn't go as far. And that means over time, the same amount of money can buy fewer goods and services, which can truly hurt the value of your investment portfolio. I think most people understand that. Do you have a retirement income strategy or plan that can adjust for that, that can go up each year, that can potentially increase uh, in, um, you know, guaranteed payments each year? So those are the things that we have to you know sit and think about and talk about with investors, especially in this market. One um, impact, the negative impact of inflation, I don't think many people have a good grasp on is the lower real returns. Inflation can erode the real returns of investments. For example, it's, it's simple math, but for example, if an investment earns a 5% nominal return, but inflation is 3%, the real return is only 2 so look at the risk that you're taking to get that. So if inflation is higher than the nominal return, the return can become negative, which means that investors are actually losing purchasing power over time. So if you look at, a lot of people will say, well, I just want a two-year treasury, 5%. Okay, fine. But I mean, if inflation is five or six or seven, well, your real rate of return is negative. So we have to deal in reality and I don't see people adjusting their real rate of return for inflation or the return rather for inflation, which is, will give you the real rate of return. And then lastly, the impact on companies. I don't think that people fully understand how devastating inflation can be. Inflation can be on companies as well. I think inflation can also impact companies in which an investor holds certainly stock in, when prices rise, input costs can go up and revenues and profits can go down. This can lead to a slowdown in the economy until stability returns. And so, yes, I think it's going to be here for much longer and just look at what interest rates are doing. But my question to you is, what have you done? So we wanna make sure that you're giving yourselves your portfolio the best chance to succeed. We've talked about a lot of the risks today. We call them the retirement wild cards. And let's have a conversation with how we're hedging against those. To me, that's the job of an advisor. So when we get back, we'll, we'll go over more. Uh, 630-492-1912. Give Paige a call today, 630-492-1912. Uh, set a time to chat this week. More after the break. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Our job, as we always say, is to identify your biggest risks and make sure to the best of our ability that we are hedging against those risks because those risks could prevent you from achieving whatever goals it is that you have. And so I think that's the job of an advisor. 
The job of an advisor isn't to handhold you and, and tell you that things are going to be okay during markets like we've been experiencing over the last two weeks. You need action. You need an advisor that's proactive. You need an advisor that understands that active management is going to, is needed sometimes. And if you believe in that buy and hold strategy, and if your advisor never makes changes and never is proactive with raising cash and playing defense, it's time to fire them. And it's time to go manage the money on your own, find a new advisor, or go and talk with Schwab, Fidelity, or Vanguard if if you think that ultimately that's the best way to manage your money. We believe in active management, especially if you have over $100,000. So if you believe in active management, you want proactive hedges in place inside of your portfolio, and you want to work with an advisory firm that is not only a fiduciary, but believes in active management, believes in trying to identify your greatest risk in retirement, even if you're 10 years from retirement or if you're in retirement, then we're going to be a good group to talk to. So you can call Paige, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So a couple uh, talked a lot about obviously the market and a lot of the risk that um, you know we're still now going through. And, and I just can't believe that we're you know reading headlines again, so reminiscent of 2008. I was talking with a uh, money manager, you know, this week and and he said, were you around in 08? And I'm like, oh man, I'm getting old for this business, right? I mean, I was around for, you know, 96, 97 long-term capital and and the devaluation of uh, the Russian currency. And so it's, there's been so much, but you know, it, it, it never is different this time. I mean, the reality is, you know, risk happens fast, contagion happens fast, and it's happening faster than we could have ever imagined. Um, I mean, you can wire out, just look at what happened with Silicon Valley Bank and, you know, the, in, in those banks um, that were, you know, that certainly was, you know, bank that was affest, uh, affected in First Republic. You know, I have a, a fund and, and oddly enough, um, last week we signed uh, DocuSign new accounts there. And now clearly, you know, we're not, um, well, we're still in the decision-making process of what we're going to do, but, but risk happens and risk happens fast. And I think, you know, what we talked about in the, towards the latter part of the last segment is, you know, we believe in portfolio construction, we believe that you have to have protected income or protected growth. You have to have growth and you have to have opportunistic growth. So the protected income side, I think there's a level of peace and um, just comfort knowing that no matter what your income needs are met, that you should take some money and utilize a strategy that can, uh, in addition to your other guaranteed sources of income, social security, pension, et cetera, can guarantee the income that you need. And it's a very simplistic strategy these are not, and, and the banks and insurance companies both have variations of these strategies. And so it's not like, you know, we're sitting here saying you have to go with one or other because there's pros and cons to both. I think it's the job of an advisor to craft a portfolio that, you know, is going to suit your needs uh, the best. And it may be the insurance strategy, it may be the bank strategy, but if you have that peace of mind of knowing that your cash flow needs are met, then I, what's that worth 
to you? I mean, what is that worth to you? You know, it's like I look at and I talk with a lot of my friends, you know, we're, I'm 48 years old and, you know, the bulk of my friends are somewhere in my, you know, where I'm at currently age wise. And, and it's like, you know, what's an extra whatever dollar it is? You know, do you really want to make an extra 50000 100000 $300,000 a year? Or do you want to, you know, spend that time with your family or spend that time doing things that you enjoy? And a lot of times, you know, again, it's just that peace of mind, right? Well, you know, the market could shut down and somebody in their 40s and, and even, you know, early 50s, can, we can reinvent ourselves. I mean, let's just say hypothetically, you know, they say no more advisors. I mean, clearly, I don't think that would be the case, but I guess nothing would surprise me in this world anymore. But, you know, as of tomorrow, there's no more advisors. Okay, fine. You got to manage some money on your, your own. Well, I can go reinvent myself and figure out, you know, how I can do something that helps people or figure out a way to make money for my family, right? But what about that person that's five years from retirement or that investor that's in retirement or, you know, in the second half of retirement? You know, what do you do? What do you do if you see your portfolio go down 20, 30, 40%? And it, it just amazes me how people don't have an income strategy in place. So many people um, are using just reverse dollar cost averaging. You're just taking money out of your portfolio to live on. And, you know, you look at the probability analysis and an advisor may sit down and say, listen, 90% of the time you were perfectly fine. Well, what about the other 10%? I mean, it happens. And if, if you've learned anything, you know, well, me over the last 25 years, but especially, you know, just going back to 2000 in the whole COVID mess. And then here we are, you know, um, already, you know, in 2023 and we're dealing with bank issues again. I mean, so if you've learned anything, it's, it's those anomalies exist, right? So if you're, if you don't have a guaranteed source of income, and again, it doesn't matter if it's insurance or if it's, um, if it's the bank strategy. Now, if you have 5 million, 7 million, 10 million, 15 million, you're going to use those strategies a little bit more opportunistically than a client who may have a hundred thousand or half a million or one or 2 million. Right. But if you should have that because that will free up capital to take advantage of, you know, chaos in the market, because I've heard it all the time. I want to wait till the market goes up to make me feel good to get back on the market. Well, I mean, yes, as a human, that makes all the sense in the world. As an advisor, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard because what makes the market, what makes you feel comfortable, right? The market going up. Well, then you're missing 5%, 10%, 15% of the gains. But again, I understand that. And yes, the human side of me makes complete, uh, that makes complete sense. But what if you didn't have to make those decisions? What if you had a strategy in place that already planned for that? I mean, just basically, you know, just basic putting stops in, you know, one of our portfolio managers that we utilize, you know, they got stopped out of a lot of positions this week. And so now they're heavily cash. That's a beautiful thing. What does that mean? That means when you buy an investment, you have a predetermined level that you're out no matter what, no questions asked, no thinking. If I like it, if I buy something at, you know, hypothetically at 30 and for whatever reason it drops to 25, you're out. I mean, just out. And those are the types of strategies that that's a very basic way to manage risk is you have equities 
that have predefined stops in place. And you're able to then take the emotion out. And what's the worst thing that could happen? You miss a little upside. Big deal, right? I mean, absolutely big deal. And in, in this, the investing philosophy that I've always subscribed to is you never go broke taking a profit ever. But yet when you look at Wall Street and you look at retail financial advisors, they'll tell you when to buy something all the time. They'll never tell you when to sell something. I mean, it's like, you know, that to me, anybody can tell you when to buy something. It's the ability to sell at predetermined times, whether it's on the upside or the downside, that makes you have a great strategy. You know, you look at these investments and when you go into an investment, at some point, the investment is either going to go up or it's going to go down. So the risk reward characteristics of that strategy of that investment are going to change. So if I put money in a stock at 10 and it goes to 20, well, do I ring the register? Did the risk profile change? Do I at least take off my initial investment so we're playing with house's money? I mean, what's the philosophy there? Well, the philosophy is, well, you know, you buy and hold it and you don't have an advisor because he's got, you know, they have, uh, you know, a thousand or 500 or whatever accounts and they don't subscribe to active management. So they're not, you know, set up to run model portfolios and take profit when they take one, they take it for everybody that's in that portfolio. So what inevitably happens is you see on paper, you're, you're, you, you, you made a lot of money, but then markets like this week happen and you give it all back. And that has to feel worse, in my opinion, than losing money because you had the money, but yet you didn't have an advisor that paid enough attention to detail that just simply subscribed to buy and hold. And and here's what buy and hold is. Again, 70 to 80% of the time, it's fantastic. But here's why I say that it benefits the advisor always, because they're out getting new clients. They're out raising new money so they can charge a fee. So their revenue goes up, their personal revenue goes up. And that unfortunately, once the industry switched from commissions to fees, it, it, it became a challenge because you used to be able to mark to market somebody's ability to give you good advice immediately. If I call you and say, hey, we're going to buy this, we're going to sell that, or we're going to sell this, we're going to buy that. Well, you knew that the next time I called you, you're going to ask for an accounting of, hey, how'd that last trade go? Well, if I keep giving you bad trades and you keep losing money, chances are you're probably going to stop taking my advice, right? But once the industry went to fees, well, now all of a sudden the buy and hold philosophy came in. Just buy, don't, you can never play defense, Mr. Advisor, Mrs. and Mrs. Client. Even though Wall Street does it with their own money, the advisor probably does it with his or her own money and family money and whatnot. But when it comes to you, we're just going to tell you to buy and hold, sit and take it. Don't worry about banks failing. Don't worry about losing 30%. Don't worry about missing out on tremendous opportunity to make money because I'm too busy trying to find my next client. So, you know, that's unfortunately an oversimplification of what I think is happening in the industry. And I just wonder at what point do, 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 um, you know, clients, your investors recognize that that's just not good enough. So you're listening to Destination Retirement. If you want to have a conversation with me this week, please do that. You can call Paige at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set some time for us to have that initial call uh, next week. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? 
These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, you're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn, I'm the president, founder, and portfolio manager of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent, we're a registered investment advisory firm, and yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to try and provide good outcomes, lose less when the markets are down. And if you've heard anything this show, and I I probably am repeating myself a whole lot when I listen back to this show, it's probably gonna drive me crazy, but that's okay because I know that people don't listen from start to finish unless you're one of the seven, 800 people that download the podcast each week. And we want to get that to a thousand. We want to get that to 15,000 and 2000. And and that ultimately is my goal. But, um, you know, yeah, so I'm probably repeating myself and, uh, I'm not going to apologize about it this week because I think it's a job of myself, a professional who is on the radio, who's giving investment advice that, um, you know, we just give you, you know, ways to cope through, you know, these types of markets. And so if you want to have a conversation with me this week, give Paige a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And again, I want to thank everybody for who, you know, everybody who reaches out. It's, uh, it's not lost on me that uh, I don't know you and certainly you don't know me. And yes, I do the radio show. So maybe you, you know, listen a bunch and and you kind of know my personality and whatnot. Um, But it takes some courage to make a call to somebody and ask for help, especially if you're already working with a current advisor. And I would say eight out of 10 of our clients are coming from people who already have existing advisors in place. The other, you know, two out of 10 and that's just kind of random. I think that's probably pretty close, but obviously I don't have the exact statistics, but they're managing the money on their own. And I think when they see these shocks in the market, you know, they've started to say, Hey, I'm really smart. I own this or I do this, but I'm, you know, my expertise is, is not managing money. And so those, you know, those investors are coming uh, to us as well. So we've talked a lot again, you know, on protection this you know week, and we talked about hedging, and we've talked about um, you know just looking at you know basic risk management, and you know unfortunately this business I think is very simplistic. I truly do. I think advisors are well, many advisors are full of themselves, and they can't articulate complex topics, so they talk over clients and they don't listen to clients and they just want to hear themselves talk. And, you know, they just want to be the smartest people in the room. Well, the reality is that, you know, just look and see, you know, were you buying investments, you know, inside of your portfolio over the last week or two, ask an advisor what the hedge is inside of your portfolio. And there are hedges today in the marketplace that can guarantee income, that can guarantee principal, 
Insurance companies have them. Banks have them. I mean, we there's a two-year bank note from J.P. Morgan that um, I'm going to be plus or minus here on the percentages, but it's a two-year bank note, 100% principal guaranteed. And over the two-year period, you got a max gain of 18%. I mean, think about that. So if you break that, I mean, some people say, so I'm getting 9% a year. Well, maybe, but you get your total gain is, is 18% over two years. And you know, it's principal protected. This one happened to be a JP Morgan banknote. As long as JP Morgan is still in business, then that banknote is guaranteed. Why aren't we having these types of conversations? Why are we not talking to investors about protecting, losing less, and then being opportunistic with a chunk of money? My favorite asset class, if you look at, you know, obviously financial planning is key. Financial planning is really when you reach out to us, you know, generally what we'll do is talk about income. What are you trying to solve for? Why are you investing to begin with? Now, I mean, of course, we know why ultimately, but but we want to know what your why is. Is it to maximize income? Is it to turn a dollar into $10 or is it to keep that dollar at a dollar and just produce income for the rest of your life? So we want to know what your goal is and what you're hoping to accomplish. And generally what we'll figure out first is if you're in retirement, well, we're going to talk about income maximization. We're going to look at your income streams or your dollar cost averaging uh, out of your portfolio. And that's a you know very dangerous game to play when the markets are down. Or do you have guaranteed sources of income? And we're going to analyze those and we're going to make sure that you have the best strategies in place. If you're not in retirement and you have five years, seven years, 10 years, 15 years left to retirement, well, we're going to basically take your resources, what you think your goals are in retirement, and we're going to see if you're on track. And if you're on track, fantastic. If you're not on track, well, then we're going to have conversations. We're going to have conversations either or regardless, but the job that I want to know is what are you trying to accomplish? And then the next question I'm going to try to determine. It's not going to ask you directly. I mean, I may ask you, but you you may not have a good answer for it, but is what is your hedges? What are your hedges in place to protect you from not experience or meeting that goal? And in that to me is so critical. So many people came on CNBC this week when we we're talking about the market. It just became a you know kind of a right to make 15 to 20% or you know over the last you know from 2009 to 2021. It kind of reminds me back to, you know, the dot coms where, you know, in the late nineties, I had clients, you know, we're up 25%. Well, what'd we do wrong? It's like, I mean, we have to check ourselves here. Right. I mean, and and so we want to make sure that, you know, we're putting in place the appropriate strategies to take advantage of and not be controlled by volatility. So yes, we have the protected bucket, protected income. We have clients that want to guarantee all their income. Okay, fine. There's great strategies, certainly some trade-offs if that's what you want to do, but it gives you that peace of mind, right? I mean, that what's that worth to you? The growth bucket is very, very fun. If I look at kind of what bucket I like to manage the most, it's the opportunistic bucket. It easily, hands down, because that opportunistic bucket is a bucket that's unconstrained, can go anywhere, if you have under 2.2 million, we have to do it outside of our fund, uh, which is fine. I mean, that's that's not a big deal. Uh, if you have either a million dollars with our firm or you have a net worth ex- in, not including your house, 
of greater than 2.2 million, then we can put it in the fund. And those are just, you know, that's where the, in my opinion, significant money can be made. And you look at the characteristics of kind of how we manage money in that opportunistic bucket, the characteristics of what we like to do are, you know, excel or exceed in these types of markets. And to me, we're going to see these types of markets. I mean, these may be the norm now, maybe not banks failing. Right. But, you know, again, I didn't get back to something. I love it when I'm doing the show and I was trying to make a point. I forget the point and I go on to my next point and then I remember what the point I was trying to make. I'm going to go back to that point because it was very important. We could see, you know, it became a God-given right to make 15, 16, 17%. I was listening to a couple of people on CNBC this week and they said, well, when I got in the business, the Dow was at X and it took 16 years for us to see any meaningful growth. So for those people that think that that can't happen again, you're wrong. And I don't want that to happen again, but wouldn't you rather have an advisor that could manage through that and still make money during that period? Because if you have a buy and hold strategy, like I've said a million times on the radio show, you bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years to get back to even. 16 years, yet they tripled, quadrupled their earnings during that period of time. There was significant money to be made, but if you had a buy and hold strategy, you made no money for 16 years. And here's the reality. You don't need to have a ton of money. If you have $100,000, I think we can really help you. And you have a million, 5 million, 10 million, 15 million, 20 million. Well, certainly we can, can help you. The more money you have, the more access you have to strategies. But I love working with that $50,000, dollars $150,000, $300,000 client just as much as I like working with the $5, $10, $15, million net worth clients um, because our job is no matter what you have, we consider you to be rich. I mean, seriously, you have $100,000? Well, you're rich. I mean, it doesn't matter what somebody else has. That's what you got. And so we have to protect. We have to grow. And you look at inflation, you you know, are we in a stagflation environment? Well, I mean, it's starting to look more and more like that. Um, you know, maybe that would be a good thing, right? You know, I'd much rather be in that type of a market where we're still growing, but we're not, you know, overcoming inflation rather than the market's going down 20 or 30%. But, you know, if you have cash in the portfolio and that leads me kind of that opportunistic bucket, there's times you can make money and there's a lot of money to be made in bear markets. So, I talked quick this week. I apologize um, if I kind of lost my train of thought, you know, over, you know, some periods, but this was kind of a shoot from the hip um, show uh, episode because I'm tired of people losing money unnecessarily. I'm tired of people working with lazy advisors. I'm tired of people working with advisors that are not providing the true risk management ultimately that they thought that they had, but they don't have because Markets can go three ways. They can go up, they can go down, and they can go sideways. Most people listening are going to make money in an up market. Most people are going to lose money in a down market. And I don't know what is going to happen in a sideways market. Most people aren't going to make any money. There's money to be made in all three markets. That's why you have to have a philosophy, a strategy that has a protected strategy, a growth strategy, 
and an opportunistic strategy. So with that said, um, if you want to have a conversation this week, even if you reached out in the past and we never connected, no worries. Um, we still want to talk with you. Uh, give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to have a conversation this week. More next week. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuhncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.